Does Kyle Shanahan need a system quarterback? Uh, all that and more coming up on this live edition, Winky Wednesday of Locked On 49ers right now. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown 49ers. Brian Peacock and Nicholas Winkler with you right now uh, on this Wink and Wednesday edition of Lockdown 49ers. It's so windy, Wink, in California right now, in San Francisco, in Monterey, uh, wherever you are in the Bay Area. It's so windy that it knocked out Crocker's Wi-Fi in, in Arkansas. That's how windy it is right now. Croc <laughs> trying to fix his Wi-Fi situation. He's probably going to jump on here live, but we wanted to get this rolling. Uh, thanks everybody for making Locked On 49ers your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. And of course, no Winky Wednesday we can, would be complete without this. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Wow. Can't believe it. It's happening, Wink. Uh, there was recently, I, I got the idea for this episode because of a recent podcast. Shout out Matt Miyoko uh, of NBC Sports Bay Area and Jennifer Lee Chan. They do a little podcast and they had Greg Cosell, who is the NFL film wizard on recently. And, and he was talking about 49ers quarterbacks, a lot about Trey Lance and a lot about Brock Purdy. And I, I've heard this now a few times from certain analysts out there. The PFF grade was good for Brock Purdy, by the way. Brock Purdy had the best PFF grade of rookie quarterbacks. But it wasn't, like, amazing. Like, you look at how the 49ers offense looked with Brock Purdy this year, and you look at um, at his record and, and what his touchdown-to-interception ratio was, what his quarterback rating was, all these things. His PFF grade wasn't quite there, and PFF isn't everything. But you watch film, and you watch the games, and he passed the eye test, and he looked really good. But there was times he wasn't perfect. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't... Uh, 2016 Matt Ryan necessarily in Kyle Shanahan's offense, if if that's a good comparison. If that's like the peak we've seen, and it is the peak we've seen of Kyle Shanahan running a, an NFL offense, right? And and Greg Cozell talked about some of the things that he had to work on and maybe some of the overreaction from 49ers fans. Wink, you watched all those games. You've watched a lot of 49ers football. You've seen Joe Montana and Steve Young, if I'm not mistaken, is your guy. Like, right. Mm-hmm. You've seen Hall of Fame quarterback play. I've seen some bad quarterback play as well for the 49ers and seen a lot of quarterbacks oh, yeah. now play for for Kyle Shanahan. Where, where do you stand on Brock Purdy? Where do you actually believe he really, truly is? Take your fan goggles off. Right. And the voice of the fan, by the way, Mr. Nicholas Winkler, where does where who exactly do you fully believe you'll put your you'll put all of the money in your bank account right now on who Brock Purdy is as an NFL quarterback, what do you believe that is right now? That's a tough call. I mean, you know, you, you you mentioned it, you know, Steve Young, Joe Montana. That was my childhood. That's what I grew up watching. So I grew up watching excellence. I grew up expecting quarterbacks to make every throw, right? And, and they had Jerry Rice to throw to as well. So that was also something that we've come to expect as 49er fans too. And so th- there's greatness. They, they win championships. So when – you get a fan base like that that's been so spoiled as we were, you know, a long time ago. We expect them to keep doing that. And since they haven't, you know, they haven't won a championship since 94. Like, that's so long. It feels like it's been forever. It, it, it's been wild. 
And with the quarterbacks that we've gone through, too, I mean, you mentioned we've seen some bad quarterbacks, right? I mean, we lived through the, the Jim Druckenmiller period, right? I mean, we, we, we've seen some bad, bad quarterback play, but we've also seen some really good quarterback play. I mean, Colin Kaepernick was a fantastic quarterback. So much fun to watch. Just excellent. Alex Smith at his peak was just phenomenal. And that's, that's where I think I, I'm going to put him right now. He's just right on that Alex Smith tier as like, not, not rookie Alex Smith, not, you know, getting destroyed, getting sacked every time he dropped back. Not that Alex Smith, the Alex Smith that, that led the team to an NFC championship game, right? The, the, the Alex Smith that really started to figure it out later in his career and really play in this 49er offense. And so to me, that's where I see Purdy. I see him up there. I see a guy who Alex Smith never had the strongest arm, right? Little hands. He never was the best running out of the backfield, right? But these are the things that Brock Purdy is also being, being criticized for. Oh, he doesn't have the strongest arm. Oh, he's not the fastest guy in the world. But he gets it done. He makes the plays. He knows where guys are going to be. He's got the timing down. This is a quarterback that doesn't wow you upon first glance but as a fan you mentioned it he passes the eye test like I, I really like what Brock Purdy's done so far despite I mean he wasn't perfect right and and he no, was a little skittish not. in the pocket at times bailed out a little bit early um you know he he passed up some some first reads that were there yes. but and we saw that from Trey Lance as well right you know uh it's like oh that that first reads there Kyle's pissed because that was there that's how it's designed read one that's your first key it was open you didn't let it go, but then you made a play. And we've seen mm -hmm. trailer that we've seen Brock Purdy do that. We saw Brock Purdy make a lot of plays. We saw him get out. He's so good in the, you know, the play action and the bootleg game. And he's so good at making plays with his legs, sometimes bailing out a little bit too early, but that's also why you look at, so he wasn't amazing. Like he wasn't, people are where this comes from is, is a lot of people are like, okay, Oh, Aaron Rodgers is available. And some fans are like, oh, no, we don't need Aaron. We don't need a Hall of Fame quarterback. We got Brock Purdy, you know? And it's like, mm. calm down a little bit on that. You know what I mean? Because okay. Brock Purdy was a really good story. But yes. he's not yet a Hall of Fame quarterback. Maybe he'll get there. But it's also, you look at the other side of things, and so there's stuff to work on. Like, we didn't see the ceiling yet of Brock Purdy. It should get better, actually, than what we saw. And what we saw was the best quarterback play we've seen in an extended period in the Kyle Shanahan era, better than Jimmy, who made $130 million and was at one point the highest paid player in NFL history, right? Um, and has even outplayed, you know, very small samples of, of Trey Lance. And I understand the idea of that, okay, maybe 49ers fans are overrating Brock Purdy a little bit, but that doesn't mean he's not, he wasn't really good. And it doesn't mean the 49ers fans and 49ers themselves shouldn't be excited about Brock Purdy, and he actually could be even better than what we saw last year. Although we thought the same thing about Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of 2017 yes. when he had almost an identical type of run where everyone got super excited. They found their guy. They found their quarterback. It was like, ah, I thought there might have been a neck, another level that, that kind of Jimmy Garoppolo never really hit. And I wonder if if there, there's a chance that Brock Purdy kind of stalls out. But if he stalls out at where he was for seven undefeated games, it's okay. That's not a bad place to be. Yeah, let's not forget Brock Purdy is also going to be coming off of, you know, elbow surgery, right? I mean, this isn't a guy who had the best arm strength before, and now he's going to have to come back from something, right? He's going to need to rebuild that strength. But maybe it, it's a rookie of the year situation, right? I know we've all seen that movie, you know, with the funky butt loving, right? And that, you know, the arm and the wrist and all that. Maybe he comes back and he throws a 99, you know? This is, this is, this is a kid who has been phenomenal. And maybe we do overrate him because he's our guy. 
You know, he's the, he's the amazing story. We got to watch him. We got to be like, okay, maybe Prodi will be good. Maybe, maybe this will work out, you know, all the time, like looking through peak dies, right? Like, oh, it's, it's, everything's going to be fine with him there. And it's just, it, it was, it was, it was fun to watch. He, he looks good and it is still a small sample size, but yes, I say pump the brakes, right? When you're saying like, we don't need Aaron Rodgers, like, if Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere and wins two or three championships over the next three or four years, like he could be one of the, the greatest of all time, right? So we need to just remember that Aaron Rodgers would be amazing as a first. It's not going to happen. But if they had the chance to get him and then they look back and see what happened with Brady on the passing up of Brady and then they have a chance to get Rodgers, I don't think they pass up again if they do have a chance to get him. Right, yeah, and then you start to realize, oh, yeah, this guy's a Hall of Fame quarterback for a reason. There's there's some right. special dudes in, in the history of the NFL, and Tom Brady was one of them. And saying no to him, even though he looked like he was a little bit washed, probably a bad idea. And, and look, and I bring up Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not going to come to the 49ers. Niners weren't, aren't going to be able to trade no. for him. They don't have the capital for that. Uh, I don't think the Packers would want to send him there anyway. They want to pack him into the, uh, to the AFC anyway. But mm-hmm. um, it's just... I think it's I think it's both fair to say, okay, 49ers fans, Brock Purdy looked awesome, but pump the brakes a little bit. Pump the brakes a little bit. Just a little. He's a seventh-round rookie. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to put a limit on what Brock Purdy could be because he could be even better than what we saw last year, as some of those people point out. So some, some of the people that point out, oh, you're getting too excited for Brock Purdy, that's also saying, okay, well, he hasn't bumped his head against the ceiling quite yet either and if he's better than he played last year 49ers are in really really good shape and obviously a big part of that is how he comes back from that elbow and maybe he is the next henry roland gardner um, nice maybe that's, maybe that's the comp instead of uh, tom brady or or drew Brees or any of the comps that that brock purdy is getting joe montana right now from uh, some 49ers fans all right we're gonna get into the chat here what do you guys think does kyle shanahan need a system quarterback and what about the other guy Trey Lance. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, what's ahead for the 49ers in this offseason? We'll get Wink's perspective on what he thinks the 49ers need to accomplish in the uh, spring months of 2023. Next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book and new partner of the Locked On Podcast Network and official sports book of the NFL. But I mean, the NFL season's over. It doesn't mean you can't bet on the NFL. You can bet on the next Super Bowl champion. Tons of NFL draft props as as well come in all the time at FanDuel. But it's midway point of the NBA season. The All-Star game is now over. This is when things get really serious in the NBA. And if you download FanDuel right now, you can get a no-sweat first bet with up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app it's safe secure super easy to use then you can bet on everything from money line point scores and threes drained plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlays so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and the NBA. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen. Make sure you go check out the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. We've got a brand new YouTube page. We used to be on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. 
We have our own YouTube page now, Peacock and Williamson, myself and former NFL scout Matt Williamson. And we talk about the entire league and, of course, getting deep into the offseason mode right now every single day as we do on the Locked On Podcast Network. So jump on over there and give us a subscribe on Peacock and Williamson. You can find it at YouTube.com slash at Peacock and Williamson. About Trey Lance. Mm. About Trey Lance. This is a dude that we haven't seen yet. Like, as confident as we talked about what we think we kind of know in Brock Purdy and what he is, it's really hard to speak with any confidence at all about what we've seen from Trey Lance, right? And uh, Croc and I did an episode talking about Trey Lance and what he could be. And clearly, if you're a 49ers fan, even if you liked what you saw from Brock Purdy, if Trey Lance Mm -hmm. actually is part of this competition and he beats out Brock Purdy, that's what you should be rooting for because that now you're really breaking through that ceiling, right? That's really important. And, um, and, and by the way, oh, here we go. It looks like we might have ourselves a special guest joining Uh-oh. the party, the most special of guests, the most Woo! special, host, Mr. Eric Crocker is in the building. What's up, Croc? Uh, I'm, I'm having some technical di- difficulties, but I, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I'm streaming off of my phone now. It's like a hotspot. I'm using my okay. phone as a hotspot. Nice. So hopefully, I'm I'm good and clear and everything for everyone. We got a windstorm going on in California, Croc. My house yes. is about to blow over. I actually had a contractor in today. Talk like uh, we're doing the final details because I'm getting a new fence built because the, the the last storm blew it over. So I'm glad we didn't just get the fence built because it might be gone again. Like, <laughs> and uh, it's it's so windy here, Croc. I said at the beginning of the pod that it knocked out your your Wi-Fi over there in Arkansas. Yeah, I, you know, I have no no idea what's going on. We had to call. They did some kind of reset. And then I popped in while being connected to the Wi-Fi. And then all of a sudden, it kicked me out. And mm. it was like, you're, you're no longer on Wi-Fi. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Hopefully, I can just use my phone's hotspot. All right. Croc, we were, we were talking a little bit about uh, Trey Lance and... And Brock Purdy, obviously, and, and you and I, Croc, have talked off the air about doing this episode and and some of the comments that, that Greg Cosell made. And are fans getting too excited for Brock Purdy because of what they saw at the end of last year? I think it's hard not to be excited. You know, I saw some of the comments in the chat. And someone said, you know, this is a guy who had no starting reps in practice or game time experience. And he comes in and he rattles off several wins in a row. So... Uh, you know, I think obviously when anybody can step in and do something like that in Kyle Shanahan's offense, that's pretty, it's pretty special. So I, I think that you can be very excited by, mm-hmm. by that. Now we also talked about some of the, some of the things, how, how it happened. And um, I think there is a little, you know, a little context, but for the most part, uh, there, there's no reason to not be excited if you're a 49er fan. Yeah, I find it hard sometimes when people get the argument of like, well, he's just a system quarterback and this and that. And it's like, what's wrong with that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a guy who can run Kyle Shanahan's system and run it extremely well. Why would you be like, ah, I don't want a system quarterback? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's funny because people talk about system quarterbacks and game managers as a bad thing, but you want your, you want every quarterback to manage a game. And yeah. play well in a system. So, you know, people use it as a as a that's all you are thing, but it's really important to be that. Every great quarterback in NFL history has been a system quarterback uh, and and more so uh, a game manager. 
too, right? You have to be able to manage a game. And Kyle Shanahan, by the way, has the best system in the league or one of the best systems. There's people fighting to get a quarter of the league now has a Shanahan system going on. Carson Palmer was on a podcast today talking about how he thinks Kyle's the best offensive mind in the game, talking about how uh, it's a cheat code for quarterbacks under under Kyle Shanahan. Yet it's been hard for Kyle Shanahan to find his quarterback, which is just a super bizarre thing. So do you need to be a special quarterback to be able to think like Kyle? And is that why I asked the question, that's why this podcast is named, does Kyle Shanahan need a quote-unquote system quarterback? Does he need someone who thinks like him, like a coach, more so than just a really dynamic athlete that can go make yes. plays because that is so secondary to what Kyle Shanahan actually wants? He he, 100% needs that, and we talked about this mm -hmm. off here. The reason he needs a system quarterback and somebody that thinks exactly how he thinks and it doesn't have to be the most amazing athlete is because Kyle Shanahan is a control freak. So as long as you can just do some of the things that, hey, I'm just asking you to do this and you can do it, then it'll work. We talk a lot about Patrick Mahomes and how he didn't even really evaluate a Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's probably a positive thing because Patrick Mahomes probably would drive Kyle Shanahan crazy because he does these things that, that are – you know, off script. And I remember identifying it when Patrick Mahomes was about to play in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. And I remember watching the film, and this is a guy, I mean, come on, he was like coming out, what, like dang near league MVP or whatever it was he did. But I said, I, I think he's a one-read guy. He's like, looks at, stares down this one read. If it's not there, he looks to make a play off script. And I think he's made an amazing career off of doing just that. I, But I think that would make Kyle Shanahan, that would drive him crazy. Mm -hmm. yep. because like that's not how I draw my play up I want you to drop back back foot hits the ground get the ball out timing and rhythm get in the hands of Debo Samuel George Kittle those guys with catch and run opportunities and Kyle wants it done a very specific way so does Kyle need a system quarterback I think so I think he needs somebody that thinks exactly like him anything else is probably not going to be too ideal for for your team does he need a system quarterback or does he just really deep down want a system quarterback that's kind of my question because clearly everybody who's excelled and i clearly think he he whether he will would admit it or not wants a system quarterback um but does he actually so. does he actually need one i don't like, think it looks like wants. if he just relaxed and let trey be trey and i mean maybe trey's not a good example because he's such a, a raw quarterback but like mm -hmm. what would what would kyle shanahan do with um like lamar jackson Right. What if the 49ers mm -hmm. said, you know what, screw it. Let's trade Trey Lance and a couple more draft picks, a bunch of first rounders through 2027, whatever. Let's go get Lamar Jackson. Let's go have some fun. Like, what would that look like under Kyle Shanahan, right? Uh, first of all, uh, I, the first I'd already know the comments in the chat are coming about how quickly he would get injured. Let's let's put that out. Let's say his injury. Right. Let's 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 turn the injury button off. Right. Um, he had a chance to draft Patrick Mahomes, and you know he didn't quite know what to do with that. He would not – so, yeah, he would love Patrick Mahomes now, knowing what Mahomes right. has become and yes. that, hey, I can just let him do his thing and fall back. But right. I don't think he would have liked the thought of it when Mahomes was trying to come into his own as an NFL quarterback. Matter of fact, I mean, that was one of the things I thought would potentially be a knock on him, and it's funny because I think he still plays exactly the same way he did in college. But I remember watching him in college and thinking, oh, okay, like, I think he needs to, like, sit a year to kind of just – you know, like refine his game a little bit. Like he was clearly a special thrower of the football, but it was a little like, 
what's the word? Not not ideal, but uh, what's the word that's like a little quirky kind of? It it wasn't the ideal way of playing the quarterback position. It, it was a lot of just making things off script and just throwing the ball down the field in certain areas, <laughs> right? There's a word that I'm looking for and I just can't find it right now. But anyways, I don't think that that version of it would have worked out for Kyle. Now, obviously you see what he's able to do sure. and what he's like really turned into. And it's like, oh yeah, of course I would love Patrick Mahomes. Well, yeah, you would after you see the results. Right. He wouldn't have been patient enough no, to, no to wait it out. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. No, no way. It wouldn't have been patient enough for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these other guys, like uh, Deshaun Watson coming out of college, would drive him crazy. There's a lot of times I remember seeing, oh, Deshaun Watson, the offensive line is not great. And I'm like, no, this dude just kind of holds the, holds on to the ball a little too long. Well, right? he, he 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 didn't want um, he didn't want Justin Fields because Justin Fields didn't hit yeah. his back foot and get the ball out. But right. In 2017, the only it was reported like Peter King kind of did the 49ers a disservice. This is why teams are so secretive about their draft boards. I think Peter King's in the draft room and the 49ers are naive. They're like, yeah, come on in, tell all our secrets. And Kyle Shanahan saying quotes like. CJ Beathard was the only quarterback I wanted in the draft and maybe the greatest quarterback of all time was in this draft. Right. And he's like, Oh no, I like this third, this third round guy that that runs Iowa's pro style offense. And then guess what? Trey Lance comes from a pro style offense. So I think that's a big part of Kyle when he's scouting these Mm. college quarterbacks is he can see, Oh, this is much more like how I run things. And he watches hero ball from someone like Justin Fields. Like, Ooh, I I, I don't want that. You know? Um, And so remember one of, I, I think it was, it was Trey Lance's first throw live. For the 49ers. Do y'all remember what he did? He threw a touchdown, right? No, the... that was his second throw. Okay. His first throw, he he dropped back, stepped up in the pocket, rolled out right, and threw a dart to Brandon Ayuk. Remember Ayuk dropped it? Uh, it was a rollout. It was, it was in that same preseason game. His oh, in the first, preseason? Yeah, in it was a preseason, preseason game. His okay. first okay. drop back, he dropped back, stepped up in the pocket, rolled right, threw a dart to Ayuk. Ayuk dropped it, right? I bet that drove Kyle crazy because he potentially could have threw that deep curl to the left side. And I think that's how it was drawn up, but he didn't throw that, you know? So just like little things like that, mm. I think he's like, Oh no, he can't, he's not ready. He can't play. Right. Because, you know, even though he would have potentially, if I made the catch, he made the play, but that's not the play I want you to make. I want you to make this play. Well, Purdy makes this play. Well, it's, it's, designed, it's designed to do this. And that's kind of like the right. mentality of like Kyle's actually playing quarterback. And, and I think that's a big part of what makes him great. Uh, but I think, you know, maybe he's gripping it a little too tight at times. Mm. I, it's know, hard to say that, though, because of the results he's gotten. You can want another coach. Just be, like you can be honest. Like Steph Curry misses threes sometimes. You know what I mean? Like uh, Tiger Woods sometimes doesn't hit the fairway. You know, and you're like, yeah, that was that wasn't the best shot. Um, but Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. You wouldn't want another coach right now for the San Francisco 49ers, but there's probably some things that he could work on. And then there's certain it's, and it's like, you don't want to take away. It's it's, we've talked about this, like on the defensive side of the ball, like with Talano Hufanga and uh, Dre Greenlaw, you don't want to take away their aggressiveness because that's what makes them right. really good, but they'll bust some coverages. You know what I mean? Leave them vulnerable. Kyle, yeah. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle is as a, as an offensive coordinator because he, he grips it so tight and he's such a control freak. And it's like, he's actually playing quarterback and he doesn't want to let go and, and let his, quarterback make plays is, is that's what it seems like at least and and he probably would push back on that but you know that's what that's why maybe he does kind of need a a more quote-unquote system quarterback but there was times Kyle was mad at Brock Purdy Brock Purdy missed 
Yep. Um, the uh, I think it was Juwan Jennings was the first read. He was open and and he didn't let it fly. And he ended up throwing a touchdown to George Kittle instead. So it was a good play. But they had to like talk Kyle Shanahan off the <laughs> ledge. He was so mad because he didn't hit the, the thing that it was designed to do. And I, mean, I get it, too. The biggest sure. example is is the play that everyone's talking about where Brock Purdy got hurt. Brock, yep. it, it, Brock Purdy should have let go of that. He didn't need to step up. He didn't need to do anything else except for throw the ball with some anticipation because Brandon, Brandon Ayuk broke wide open. If he throws the ball, maybe it's a touchdown. It's at least, you know, he's not injured. Maybe the 49ers play Maybe the 49ers win the Super Bowl, right? Because Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. Who knows how that game, that game goes. But Purdy was just a hair late throwing that football. So the it's frustrating as a boss, right? Yeah. Yeah, as a boss, you expect people to, to do it a certain way, right? And and when, when they don't, but they get like a, a similar result or something, they're like, but I but I got this. And it's like, yes, but that was luck. Like it, it wasn't supposed to go that way. You know, like it's not going to go that way every time we do it this particular way so that it gets done consistently like this. And I'm sure that's how Kyle Shanahan sees it. And that's I fully understand. Yeah, but again, if you want – now, again, it just depends on the quarterback, right? Yeah, of but, course. You can you can say that to Patrick Mahomes, but I bet even just for Patrick Mahomes to become kind of the consistent quarterback he is, you kind of just have to say, you know what, I'm going to let him do him. And sometimes it's going to be a little weird. I'll talk to him about it, but I have to let him be this. You think Andy Reid wants a guy running around, does his 360 spin, and then does a shovel pass into the end zone right before <laughs> he hits the line of scrimmage? Like, no, you don't want yes, that. Like, that, that can't be consistent. But, hey, I'm going to let him be him. Yeah. And I think Kyle will always have an issue. Like, if he can get the guy that just uh, just comes in as both, which maybe that's what he wanted Lance to be. But, shoot, right. Lance wasn't seen the field like that. So, let me just be me. And he's like, nope, you can't just do You can't do that. Yeah. It all uh, comes down to results, right? I want to dive a little bit more into that. Andy Reid and 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 Kyle Shanahan. Because mm. we've talked about on the podcast how Andy Reid is future Kyle Shanahan. And basically what we know, like what Kyle Shanahan is right now is kind of what Andy Reid was before when he was with the Eagles. So I think we can draw mm. some parallels there and, and what Andy Reid has become. Next. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every single day. And please make sure you hit the subscribe button on the new YouTube channel for the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. We're coming at you daily, talking about the entire NFL. That includes some 49ers chatter as well. It is full-on off-season mode, mock drafts, free agency, franchise tags, everything. Of course, tons of NFL draft on Peacock and Williamson. YouTube.com slash at Peacock and Williamson is where you can find that. Make sure you hit subscribe on it and, and hang out with Williamson and I every single day after you hang out with Croc and I and on Wednesdays, Mr. Nicholas Winkler. Uh, it's a great point, Croc, about Andy Reid. It's like he wasn't looking for that guy who's going to run a three, go roll around and, and, you know, do a 360 and then throw a, you know, a, a left-handed shovel pass while he's diving halfway to the ground you know what i mean like you you couldn't even you couldn't even see that coming you couldn't even you couldn't even ask for that because before 2018 we didn't know that was a thing you know that, that that's why everyone was so all over the place with patrick mahomes because he put up what 40 touchdown passes but he's running the spread offense and it looked funky it's like a lot of a lot of people in the nfl and a lot of draft analysts are like this guy's got a crazy arm but what the hell do you do with this guy and Andy Reid found found exactly what you do with him, right? Um, but doesn't it seem like if we're drawing parallels between Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan, because Andy Reid was like this great offensive coach that couldn't win the big one, 
And that's what that's that's the narrative around Kyle Shanahan right now. But doesn't it seem like Andy Reid has loosened up so much and he's he's not forcing his team to win. He he's allowing his team to win. And I wonder if that's where we talked about how 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 tightly Kyle Shanahan is gripping things and, and just trying to make it happen. I wonder if Kyle Shanahan needs to let go a little bit and, and allow it, it to happen rather than try to make it happen. Yeah, it helps when you have a guy like Mahomes, right? Like maybe that was the problem before, right? He's he went from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. Like that seems like a very big step, right? And maybe when he saw what Patrick could do when he let him loose and just was like, okay, all right, I'm not going to hold on so tight, as you say Kyle is doing, which it, it definitely seems that way. Yeah, maybe he was finally like, okay, yeah, I do kind of need to step back and let this guy who appears to be great do his thing. And and he has, and, and he's won two Super Bowls. But remember in that preseason, and people have talked about it, right? Like the, the year that Mahomes is going to start, he in that training camp, he was throwing tons of interceptions. Like if you go yeah. back and look at – their write-ups on it, they're like, oh, we don't know. Like, you know, this, he's throwing a bunch of interceptions and it hasn't looked great. He threw like four interceptions in one practice, whatever it was. It wasn't great, but it's just like, all right, he has to go through that. That's just going to be part of the process. And I think that's a tough part for, for Kyle. Uh, sure. Do y'all remember Tom Coughlin? And yeah, my guy, ferocious gentleman, that, that's exactly unconventional. But um, Tom Coughlin for the New York Giants. When they won that Super Bowl, remember what Strahan was saying about that? I mean, this was a guy who was just so, like, tightly wound. And when the year they won the Super Bowl, for the first time, he just loosened up. He mm -hmm. loosened up how he ran his practices. He loosened up how he interacted with the players. They talked about him eating a cheeseburger on the bus. That's something he would have never done before. And yeah. all of a sudden, boom, they won the Super Bowl. Now, I don't know if that's the reason why. But... I mean, we're, we're talking about coaches who, hey, you know, they're right there, right? They're knocking on the door. They're, they're doing some good things. But how do you just kind of get over the hump? Maybe it's just, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, complete this past Emmanuel Sanders. You have him. It could be as simple as that. Or it could just be, hey, to really get over that hump, let me loosen up a little bit and let a guy, if I have a guy that has this immense, immense talent, really go through whatever it is he has to go through to become what he potentially can. Or you'll mm -hmm. never even know if he has that opportunity. LKV in the chat says Kyle needs his Donovan McNabb. What if Kyle just had his Donovan McNabb in Jimmy Garoppolo? McNabb, McNabb didn't win a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he doesn't was, need uh, him. He, was, he, he needs his Donovan McNabb so he can go shape. so he can get to the guy after Donovan McNabb. I think there you changed. go. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy after McNabb was Mike Vick. He had a what MVP caliber year. I think the, he did. The was Reed still there with Vick? Yeah. I don't think he was. Okay. Was he? Yeah. Uh, Reed brought Vic in. Oh. Reed's the Reed went through a bunch of crazy quarterbacks. Kevin Cobb. Yeah. But, uh, oh wow, he was um, he was a second rounder, right? Uh, yeah, it was like post McNabb. He's like just scrambling for it, and then ended up getting fired, and then had Alex Smith went to the playoffs, and then ended up with uh, with old Patrick Mahomes. It turned out pretty that's well. pretty good one. That's, and that's the other thing is like give Kyle Shanahan Patrick Mahomes. I'll probably win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? But, but listen, you still uh, here's another game to go back and watch because yeah. I remember saying it a lot. I remember tweeting this out. Go back and watch Patrick Mahomes' rookie year. 49ers Chiefs is that first game, that first preseason game. Mm. And CJ Beathard, damn, they look better than Patrick Mahomes. Go back and watch it if y'all don't believe me. Uh, okay, okay. 
Go back and watch that preseason game. And again, that, that's the stuff where it's just, you know, you hear everybody say, oh, man, we knew. But I don't know. I watched all the stuff mm-hmm. and you see the this, this stuff they wrote. It, 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 it wasn't great for Mahomes. I remember thinking like, oh, Beathard's better than Mahomes. Like, seriously, like just watching it. Go back and watch the game. Yeah. Go back and watch that it. Didn't, that didn't age well. Maybe I just wanted Beathard to be good. But I just remember thinking like, <laughs> and I thought Mahomes was the we most talented quarterback Brock. in that class. I thought Mahomes was the most talented quarterback in our class, and that was the quarterback I would have taken. Like that, that tweet is out there too. Like you got to take him. But okay, you got CJ Beathard. I watched the game, and I'm like, mm, I don't think I really see it with this Mahomes kid. But man, CJ Beathard throwing touchdowns to Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> it's the future. And that's kind of the the Purdy. Oh. That's the Purdy and Trey Lance thing. And that's why it goes back to what I was saying. Like 49ers fans should want. Trey Lance to beat out Brock Purdy. If Trey Lance is mm-hmm. better than Brock Purdy and is operating Kyle Shanahan's offense like a system quarterback, but has the bigger arm, the more athleticism. Let's go. That could be special. And that's what you that's what you want to have. That's that's what dynasties are built on. And look, maybe it could happen also with Brock Purdy. And, and we haven't seen the best of Brock Purdy either. Uh, real quick, Dylan says in the chat. I still think Lance is the guy. I believe a large part of the Purdy success came from coaching and the team. Lance has natural gifts that can't be taught. And, and I will say that Jimmy Garoppolo like looked like the best version of Jimmy Garoppolo too for a bit before mm-hmm. he got hurt it and did. before Purdy came in. Yeah, And yep. the numbers bear that out this year too with Purdy and, and what Jimmy Garoppolo looked like, uh, especially outside of that first game from Jimmy, which was bad against the, the Broncos. He was really, he was pretty good. He was even really good in the loss to the to the Falcons. They had like, they had like eight drops in that game. So right. yeah, we'll, we'll see. There, there's a lot to be decided. This isn't just as cut and dry as, Hey, Purdy looked great. He's the guy. Um, and I know he kind of won the locker room a little bit and all of that, but pump the brakes a little bit. Let, let's see what Trey Lance looks like coming back this year. Let's see what he looks like with a little bit more playing time under his belt. And uh, I think this is a, a legitimate competition and it should mm-hmm. be. Last note here from Edgar. He says, wink, no Giants fans in here, sir. Only Dodgers and 49ers fans allowed. Well, Edgar, you just... How do we banned. boot him? Yeah. You just got banned. I'm sorry. You are never allowed to be in this chat ever again. Uh, <laughs> we don't wear blue here. Adam in the chat says, Dodger fans should be banned. I agree. Adam's Edgar, smart man. You got to be, be smarter than to come with that, Edgar, in this podcast. But that's okay. Uh, I mean, Croc's a Laker fan, so that's nearly as bad. What? Don't make me pull my flag out. No, no flags. No flags today. It's we, at I'm, my I, gym office. I got to hurry and get out of here before he, get, he pulls out the flag. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody. Hey, Leo, where's Leo popping up? He's yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with him? <laughs> thanks, everybody, for making Lockdown 49ers your first listen. Thanks for jumping in on this Winky Wednesday, Winky Tuesday evening on YouTube live episode wink always appreciate you jumping on and everybody make sure you subscribe to the new peacock and williamson youtube feed croc and i back tomorrow right here locked on 49ers see ya